the Skit Guys Podcast, starring Tommy Woodard and Eddie James. And now, two guys who proudly list projectile vomiting on their resumes, the Skit Guys. This podcast contains the story of an old skit done by two young, dumb skit guys. In telling this story, we are not endorsing the message or the method of the skit. We are just remembering how dumb we really were. Listener discretion is advised. Seriously, y'all, it's dumb. Welcome. Welcome. To a very special edition of talking with people we know <laughs> yeah that's exactly that's great yes we we introduced this segment uh with our drama teacher yes she was someone that we knew someone right? that we knew someone that we knew mm-hmm. someone that mattered to us yes someone that yeah to you us. all matter to us every one of you sorry <laughs> you're all my favorite so we want to introduce you to someone that we know uh this is uh chris Seegers. pastor Hi, chris. pastor reverend chris Seegers. pastor rev I, I like i like to be referred to as a cult leader oh that's right Yes, yeah, don't tap the table, Chris. Yeah, okay. oh, he's he yeah. like a caged cat right now. I know, right? Well, on the Enneagram, he's an eight. So this is like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like oh, come yeah, on, yeah, yeah. come on, come on. So Chris Segrist, we've we've known. Uh, Chris is my pastor. There you go. Uh, one of my great, great friends. Yeah. Uh, I, I get to help out here at the church. Um, I get to be your friend. So I what, what church are we at? First Baptist Wiley. Oh, okay. First Baptist Wiley. <laughs> had to get a plug in. Had to get a plug in. <laughs> yeah, you got a plug. First Baptist Wiley. He's wearing he the t-shirt. contact us at FBW.Church. <laughs> Throw that in there. Uh, that's great. I so, can't wait till he listens to the edited version. <laughs> <laughs> But we go way back. We go way back. How many years? How many years of? Well, before you answer that, he is Eddie's pastor, which I think is beautiful. He is in some ways one of my arch nemesis. Yeah, you guys, when we go on gigs, he texts you. Yeah, Yeah. and not pastoral things. So I just think we should get that out there. (laughs) This will be an interesting conversation because Eddie sees you as a man of the cloth. Right. You know, and and we have a love hate relationship. Right. We love to hate each other. Yes, that's exactly right. I think you refer to it as frenemies. But you have asked me to fill that role in your life. So. (laughs) Yes, you have. So it is true. It. Yeah, because I think, I I think probably sure for you, Woodard, that like Woodard, people are, Woodard, just, people are just, you they're, Woodard. They're just they're just too nice to you. Like you're used to. There's just people. You're the pretty skit guy. <laughs> the so I'm always skit guy. I'm always gonna root for the bald one because <laughs> I am. And so, so yeah. So I think it's I love good. That. Yeah, you I love you get it. you get enough yucks. That's so. fine. I That's love that. Fine. I love that he said you're the pretty skit guy, right. and he called you Woodard. He's a yes. coach. I'm gonna just call him yeah. Coach. Yeah. That's the, the only people of my life who called me Woodard <laughs> are coaches. Woodard. Well, you can give me twenty. Well, <laughs> I love. You might want to might want to do it now. Anyway, so, so and, and Chris, just yeah. a quick because I know everybody's guessing with your accent. You're from Nantucket or where? <laughs> I am from. <laughs> I am a native North Texan. Got it. Yes. Yes. The great thing about Chris Segrist is, yes, he has that accent, and man, on a on a Sunday, he he adds humor. This guy is smart as a whip. He he does it all. Yeah. He, he just combines. He combines it all, and 
Really great communicator. It's like having... I am the most unsought-after communicator in America. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one ever calls me. He is a great me. secret. No, no, yeah. no one ever calls me. So they should. They should I really, I really appreciate that plug because, I'm, honestly, I'm... Yeah, my phone never rings. Well, so it should. Because Eddie has said several times, it's like if Larry the Cable Guy was your pastor. And so, <laughs> I never right. said that. Yeah. I think that's And, and I would argue there's some real truth to that. <laughs> I really would. I would I would totally agree with that, which is probably why I'll just I'll just stay here. Yeah. Well, so, that's good. You you should go around and speak. Chris Segrist. Chris uh-huh. Segrist. Yeah. yeah. I have, I have by the Chris way, if you were to go to chrissegrist.com, you would, you would find anything. Nothing. You'd find right. nothing. So, so. Chris with a K. With a K. <laughs> So is there like is there like like a jealousy thing here like when like is there like like a, a, a like what what is this what oh, is it's this just, it's just hatred it is it's yeah. just hatred it's, it's just, just raw hatred raw unadulterated raw, hatred raw, raw yeah. hatred it is goes it back to I'm when we were with both of you I don't think so no. you're the connector but it right. goes back to when we were both youth pastors oh, yeah I would agree oh tell yeah. me tell me tell me tell us tell the potties tell us well what Chris was, I'd love to hear your thoughts on yeah it. Let, this is gonna be good so like so I would say back in the nineties yeah. is when I first connected with with both of you guys. Okay, yeah. and so just to give our audience reference, we were doing skit guys on the side, mm-hmm. right? Well, it was it was like quarter time at most, right? Right, right, right. Or were we even doing anything when during this story? No, I would say that when we we're all youth ministers. Yeah, we're all youth. What what year do you think it was the first time you went to Sunday school? Well, I just remember as a really small child, my mom packing me up to go watch y'all in concert. <laughs> oh, and you're so packing you up. I, I remember that, Packing and that you that really that was always just one of our highlights of our year. <laughs> we would we up. would pack up and go see y'all wherever you're at, and I would be like, "Hey, mom, look!" I was I'd sit on her lap, and I'd yeah. be like, "Mom, look! There's a there's a skit guy." There's so then guy. when I grew up, like I don't know, like ten years later, and you were still in student ministry, Tommy, right? Or, or excuse me, Woodard, yeah. and um. I remember we were a part of a of a of a group of churches in North Texas that would uh-huh. go to camp together. Yeah, and so great camp. Yeah, great camp. Still yeah. goes on, by the way. Yeah, isn't yeah, that crazy. Still goes on, yeah. like thirty something years. Crazy. It's really great. So, so, so there was a rivalry as far as yes. like churches and during the summer, like the games and stuff like right. that. Like who's going to win the it was a trophy? Spirit, it was a spirit award. Yeah. It right. has nothing to do with that, but let him finish. Well, no, that's exactly well, that's where it's it started. Not, it's not. It, none of it was on the field. What was, <laughs> it was what was what field. was off the field it about was, it? Like, just tell your side. Of the no, I'm this just. I'm, awesome. I'm very curious about this now this myself. Awesome. I was I just can feel like 1991. Like, right I was here. always this like just kind of laid back, chill youth pastor. You were. I, I was, was not. He was not. I was not that. He was wound up all the all time. The time. <laughs> His, I wanted to put his, it in your face. It's his high school guys in particular that I remember that's why just called like you Woodard. Yeah, yeah. It was like it. That's what it was. It was like his church was the jocks, and we were like the drama and band people. <laughs> that's, that that is an accurate was. description. That is it. It yeah. is. It's yeah. true. Okay, so let me ask this because yeah. this like, guy, how many times did you get in trouble for breaking uh, golf carts? Oh, there's no telling. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, no, that's I, 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 it was so bad. <laughs> That I would have to budget money knowing <laughs> that we were gonna break something. Uh, oh, that's I know. So if anything like, so like if a if a somebody's golf cart got stolen, you didn't go like I wonder who. You're like, 
Chris's group. It was Chris's Chris. group. Yeah, yeah. It was Chris's group. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's I, true. I, I, that, yeah, it's true. I got to ask. Okay. So every morning, like all the youth ministers would gather before the day of camp would start, right? Like yeah. at the 7 a.m. type. Yeah, but yeah. we would meet through the year. Yeah, like yeah, our yeah. group, we would year. meet through the year and prep for this and camp and stuff. It's like we would go eat lunch. We always went to Papa Cita's. Yeah, it's uh-huh. true. And um, I always got the mixed grill. <laughs> and awesome. I probably always moment. sat across from Chris. You did. You never, that next, right? never. never next to In Chris. fact, he wouldn't even make eye contact yeah. with probably true. He would never <laughs> make true. He would never make eye contact with me. Like I used true. to always think, what's like and yeah. I mean he gave me a comp I had to go to counseling. Because <laughs> I'm like he's like, you know, he's Mr. Hollywood. He wouldn't even look at me. That I'm is like, awesome. Yeah, well that is awesome. He wouldn't, but I mean anyway, so so anyway, I think it's so crazy too, though. Like, like you're, you're like this. That's like a true state. Like he wouldn't even look at me. Like, no, he you wouldn't. remember that? Like, yeah, that's, I remember that's that. a real thing, huh? Well, I mean, he, well, he would been, you'd been doing it a lot longer with those guys. I sort of Who, found my yeah. way to the, who's group. this guy that kicked? Cause was your church already going there? We, we'd gone for about two years yeah. and then we, I found my way in it. Yeah. And I was the, definitely the youngest guy at the table. Cause like yeah. I say, y'all are like. Ten years older than I am, something like that. How old are you? Uh, I'm like I'm like 25. Shut up! <laughs> yeah. so, oh my gosh. Okay, oh my so let me ask you this: <laughs> knowing you, Chris, and being your buddy, was this the okay? So when you like, you know, you're going to the table, so yeah. to speak. Did you hear about the camp and it was like one of the best camps? You know, no, like, I grew up at it. And our church, I, I moved into a ministry. We had already had a relationship there. Got it. I yeah. just took it to a different level. Of course you and did. And Chris has, Chris this is one of his greatest strengths. Yeah. Seriously. He has all this energy. Yes. Like it's nonstop. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. But when he was, and I was too, in our 20s, 20s. you yeah. know, yeah. There's there's the lack of discernment for that energy, you know? And so it's going all over and I'm I don't have all that energy and I'm like, who is this guy and what is the deal? Yeah. He used Why to, do they he keep used breaking to smoke a lot in those meetings. I did not. He smoked oh like my like gosh, he would put his Marlboro delight. Reds on the counter and by the time that meeting was over, <laughs> I'd have to buy him another pack. It was so bad. Uh, camp life is rough. Oh, it's rough. rough. Oh, that's awesome. Really it was a great camp. Yeah. It was a great time. It was a great time. Some of the funnest days. It was. Really. We got our start. I think, I think probably, camp. though, back, like back in those days, because I was, th- I was talking to our student pastor here recently, and camping has changed so much. Like, you oh, yeah. can't do anything we no. used to do. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, in all seriousness, like, I remember, you know, one of my, one time, I didn't, I didn't ask them to do this. I had a group of, like, senior high boys that, like, you know, this kid had been mouthing off. He was not from your group, by the way. He was not. That's good. Um, but they like took him and you know they took him in the woods and like <laughs> duct taped him to a tree and yeah, just kind of left him. You can't do that you can't anymore. Do now that. you know what they call that now? A felony. A felony. That's what they call that now. They you're call not just felony. going home. You're going to jail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not. Yeah, you're not. Like Is I'm it? not just calling your mom. Right. I'm calling the police. Yeah. Right. It's. Yeah, camp's being shut it's down. It's just no fun. Anyway, yeah. so. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I will say this. I think probably, like, I was in the 90s full on. It was Pastor Tommy, like, youth Pastor Tommy all the time. You know what I'm saying? And Chris did have this great thing where he just, he didn't worry about the stuff that didn't matter. Yeah. And so I'd be thinking, no, if my kid stole a golf cart and broke it, this is the end of, you know, 
the week you're going home i'm doing this and chris had a he had a bigger picture mindset of just like okay yeah great we'll pay for the golf cart i want that kid to stay here you might find jesus you know totally and that's what i love about chris or maybe i wasn't smart i don't know could have been that that when he's gone i'll explain (laughs) chris really does care about um you know just the heart of people and them coming to know Jesus. And that, I mean, that proves out every weekend here at, at our church. Um, so I could totally see that. And you're a fun guy, like with this drivenness. Fun guy. Fun. Fun. Yeah. Well, I think fun guy is more like. <laughs> like yeah, well, if you go with the Enneagram. Guy grows on you. He's an eight and a seven. <laughs> and that seven comes out in everything he does. Yeah. He, he wants, there's a fun part, which when yes. you say, you know, it doesn't matter about the golf cart. Let's right. just have fun right. so we can lead people to Jesus. And but get it them does there. matter. That's money. That's not being a good steward he's budgeting money well, Chris, to pay for stuff. you would be things. surprised how high you can jump a golf cart <laughs> and i wouldn't be surprised that you figured it out <laughs> and what would you call that just having to pay for a golf cart that would be the price of doing business that's right baby that's right the price of doing business the that's price of doing that. business oh i love that yeah, yeah. I love that. so anyway i still don't like him yeah that's mutual Okay, so we got our start uh, at this camp. Sunday's um, camp, yeah. yeah. We got our start at this camp. So, yeah, I, the, the short version is we did skits when uh, we were uh, t- in, uh, in, in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and then we went out to California. We expanded. Yeah, and you stayed in California. I came back to Oklahoma. Right. And for the next probably seven years... People, there were yeah. there were two camps that we would do. They would invite us. By, yeah, I'd come out to California yeah. to do Saddlebacks camp, and this camp, Sunday's camp, would fly you in to do skits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was all we did was those two camps. Yeah, it's and not like there were other events. Right, right, totally. That was it. And you were a youth minister, and at yeah. some point you'd have to leave. Like you and I would rehearse when the kids were eating dinner. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Usually, and you'd have a, uh, a hotel room yeah. at, at the camp. At the camp. And we'd go rehearse there. We'd rehearse there, yeah. and then you'd get, go back to your kids. And then at some point during worship, you'd pop in the back. I would be waiting for you, and right. we would do a skit. And then yep. you'd go sit with your students again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Good times. So what would, back in those days, what what is a... What What's one of your, Chris, what's one of your Well, that skits? was that was truly, though, one of the coolest... Um, kind of seasons i guess you will and like camping in my opinion so mm-hmm. and i'm not taking a shot at it but there's just a lot of organized camping now yeah. this was one of the few times back in i guess in church history if you will that like it was a rare thing that all these churches came together and did this deal because yeah. now it's very much you pay a company you kind of go in have an event and it's done right yeah so this this was almost really tailored, and this was a cool era because we had like Chris Tomlin was leading oh, yeah. worship. Oh yeah, uh, Crowder. Um, Crowder was there. You know, I mean that was back when Crowder didn't have that beard. Yeah. yeah. And if you've ever wondered why he has that beard, it's to cover that huge Adam's apple. <laughs> because, like, like it would fight through the beard today, and it would kill you. Like yeah. seriously. So never mouth off to him. We had right? David no. Crane. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of great yeah. stuff. Well, I mean, you had people like Louis Giglio, you had oh, Dave Busby, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. you had you had some of the best communicators in that era yeah. that came through there. So it was just great. Some of the influential people that are doing crazy things, we were we were a part of them being at this camp. Yeah, yes. just, you know them starting out and doing their thing. Yeah. yeah, before before they were known on any level, right? Exactly. And so and you so and and really in keeping you guys too. I mean, this was a real. It was a. It was. It's been awesome to see how Lord's used you guys yeah. from that. 
Well, the guitar player for Tomlin now is a kid from Sunday's camp. He met him yeah, at Sunday's camp. That's true. Right. You know, Daniel. 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 Yeah. Daniel crazy. Carson. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so, Sunday, yeah, mm-hmm. Jack, Jack Parker, he used to be with Christ. I mean, all those that's guys. That's right. All yeah. those guys were yeah. back there. Yeah. So, it was, it was a really cool season. Well, anyway, I do remember uh, you guys So would always come out. You'd do some stuff at night, which was sometimes a little bit more serious. But yeah. my favorite times with you guys was watching you at lunch because there's like 13, 1400 kids. Oh, yeah. And they've got to go in shifts. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah, they that's have, right. They have to go. You can't send all of them to this lunch area that only holds like know, 250 people at a time. I forgot about right? that. It was brutal. Yeah. Right. Mm. So watching y'all dismiss people at lunch was yeah. always, and of course, you kind of you know kept it going. But my absolute favorite, and I, and I really believe that you should bring this back. Yeah. Like okay. you need to bring this back. Yeah. It's, it is the greatest unknown skit guy skit there ever was. Yeah. It was called. Pagan Patty. <laughs> Pagan, Pagan Patty. Pagan Patty. Pagan Patty oh, is my absolute favorite that. skit guy, whatever you want to call it, ever. Okay, so um, explain Pagan Patty to people. Oh, well, so y'all come out and you're you're doing and see. I think they're actually about to revive what uh, Bill and Ted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so see this this can man. The more <laughs> things change, the more they stay the same. You're right, Chris. Like y'all can bring this back. Yeah, we were Tom and Ed, and we would talk <laughs> yeah. like this, like Bill and Ted. Not just that; it was Tubular Tom and Ed Esquire. That's right, Tubular yeah. Tom Ed That's Esquire. Right. That's oh, right, yeah. and, and so, we're jamming for Jesus. <laughs> And y'all would come out, and y'all would. You had two dolls. You had a Barbie doll, okay. And you had this doll that was probably, and it, and it, it looked on the iMag. It looked like a, it was a tore up like dollar store kind of cheap little doll. God, what a great memory you had. And so you would, you would, you would speak to Barbie. Oh. And you would talk about how Barbie was this Christian and how she had these really good friends and she was blah, blah, blah. And you would talk about her life and then how she died and then she went to heaven and y'all would make a, you know. And then you would talk about, this is Pagan Patty. And, you know, and Pagan Patty likes to smoke and she's sleeping around with her boyfriend and all this kind of stuff. And the way it ended, and this was just great. Y'all this, both is put a, this, like. this is the this part you like. This is the part this you like. This was the this moment. Yeah. You would take this this doll, <laughs> well, did we have and tongs? you had tongs yeah. in a bucket, and you would put yeah. on goggles, and you got a blowtorch. No, it wasn't. It was <laughs> a those, oh, it was can of hairspray. Spray. It was a can of hairspray. And you would catch her on fire, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and yeah. she would just burn in yeah. front of like a thousand people. <laughs> yeah. She, and yeah. it was amazing. Pig and patty. But we called it we called it hell spray. <laughs> we need to do the skit. You no need joke. to bring this back. The people want it. Oh it's my so goodness! Hellspray. Can you imagine people. if the fire sucked? Well, up I'll in the say can. this. Wow. I I will open up the doors of First Baptist Church Wiley for you to do that skit in any service you want to come do. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh, I love that. That was good stuff. Oh, I love that. That, that is good. fantastic. That is so great. That is really really funny. Yeah. yeah. It just hit me too. Uh, two years ago, we did a. We did a comedy night here. Um, oh, it was so much fun. Here at the church. and So much fun. What was so crazy about that was I was so concerned, you know, I mean, I, I live here, you yeah. know, and, and thinking, well, nobody's going to come. Oh, and, yeah. Prophet's never accepted his hometown. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And, like, we packed this place out in three, we- three weeks. Like, it was packed out for the show that we we're going to do, like, a month later, you know. Yeah. And, um, but it was a fun night here at this oh, church. Oh, it was so fun. So great. Yeah, it was great. Loved um, it. And did you, so is that, so I know how I met Chris. I probably met him at the first camp meeting, mm-hmm. you know, which by the way, do you remember the year we were trying to figure out a theme for camp and I almost got 
Bethlehem 90210 as the thing. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> and it was all a protest deal. I thought it was the stupidest idea because it was right when we were about, we, I think that year or the next year, we quit doing themes, themes yeah. because it just got ridiculous. Uh. And so we would vote on the theme. And so I brought up, I don't remember what the other was. I brought up Bethlehem 90210 and just got like I was just campaigning for it. And, it, and like, I think it would have won. And Bob, who's the guy that was really in charge of the camp, mm-hmm. just really shut it down. You know, that's but, funny. Yeah, that was funny. But is that so you met Chris at Sunday's camp? Is that the first place you met him? I, I OK, because I would come in from California. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know of Chris like but my history with Chris is I, I of of that camp, yeah, and I just thought he was a turd, right, right. Well, that it wasn't was, just that a was a, it, it was a feeling that was yeah. mutual, <laughs> yeah. It because was, you, the, when I first met you, definitively, you had moved from California back to Waco, and you were serving at that church, right? Oh, yeah, yes. And yes. so you were on you were on staff, yes. And we had this. It was a very spirit driven kind of camp, and you, we were trying to compete. Uh-huh. And, and if yeah, anybody tell knows how you me, competed, Chris. Uh, I I think if you're gonna play, you should win. So <laughs> that's how we did it. Uh huh. So yeah, I remember one of the times that the Bob, the camp guy, counselor guy, the head guy. Uh, I remember he was so mad at me because we did a police theme, and oh, so I had gotten uh, right. real police sirens. That's right. From our local PD of the town awful. I was in, and so I put that- them I put them on our golf carts. Yeah. And so as our big buses are rolling in, I had both of these sirens blaring, and Bob comes running out of that welcome deal, and he was so, he saw me, and he was so mad, and I was like, welcome to camp, Bob. Oh. It's going to be a long week. But yeah. anyway, and so. what I love is, Chris, <clears throat> Yeah. that's what, yeah, hey, what do we need to do yeah. beforehand, before we embark on this little uh, yeah. camp? Camp campus here. Yeah. yeah. Let's get silent. You know, from the local you know PD. what I used to always do too at that camp too, and he would always take it down. I thought it was great. Um, there was a, the, on the, when you walk, came in, when you were driving down the road, there was a sign that said, uh, where people meet Jesus. Yes, yes. And I would change the sign to, and I would change it to where people meet Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and we would also do a cheer all week whenever my group knew, whenever they would see him, they would always start yelling, Bob still spelled backwards is B-O-B. And, uh, <laughs> He just he I, he he hates me. And see and see that's the thing where like that's it's it's Chris and I being you know opposite in how we do probably most things in life. I would yeah, guess I do it the right way. Right. Yeah. You know, so he's planning. Maybe possibly months in advance. Oh, and, yes, and then pulling out all the stops. And I'm the week of camp, yeah. going, "Hey, you guys want to make some signs or something? <laughs> no, anybody got an idea for a theme? No, we had a yeah. full on production the week after we left for the next year. Oh, that's so, so awesome. Yeah. So I met Chris. Uh, you that was the year that. Uh, well, I didn't meet you. I like. I encountered you. Yeah, I you encountered. Yeah, yeah, I encountered, encountered you, and yeah. I was so sick that, of. Hold on, stop. Yeah, that is perfect. Nobody meets Chris. They you encounter him. Y'all are, you know, if I was ever gonna get an opportunity to go somewhere, y'all have now killed it. No, yeah, I no, just no, want no. you to know that's the goal. No, I'm serious. I wanted you to know how much I. I'm walking. And before. <laughs> No, so yeah, you, you, uh, I know exactly when we because y'all, you know, kind of were the people on the stage. And I didn't really have any reason to interact with y'all because I was just yeah hated, and so <laughs> you were not um, hated. I, I was were. I was hated, and so uh, you were with this church now. Yeah, and so when we would go between our group 
like to these rec fields, uh, we had trailers that had sound systems. Yes. And they with generators and they blared. And the whole idea was just to overpower. It was sh- literally the phrase I used to use with my interns is we want to shock and awe. Right. Like that, we, we, were, we had just come out of the Iraq war or something like that. And I was like, we want to shock and awe is what we want to do. And so we pulled up, and, I, and and for whatever reason, I, think, I don't know if it was middle school or high school, but one of my groups wasn't on, so I had everybody show up at this, at this like basketball court. Yeah. So there was just your little kind of just a little middle school cluster, right? And like I don't know, two hundred of us. Yeah. And we have both. Embarked. We have both sound systems, four speakers, and I mean, we have cranked everything to where there's blood trickling out of people's ears. Yes. Like it's so loud. And it'd be like one of those '80s movies, like we were talking about. You know, in a, in any '80s movies, like yeah. there's the elite. And oh, the underdogs, you're right. right. Yeah, it's really true. And here yeah, comes, now don't be painting it like y'all are yeah. the underdogs because you were at the biggest church and y'all were the. <laughs> he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So don't be making. Church. Oh yeah, That's we true. were just as low. Like, yeah. Shut up. That is true. That is true. The church you were at was the (laughs) biggest church. Okay. Because I remember going up against your church. You weren't there, but to rally my kids, I just basically told them the story of David and Goliath Mm. and that we were the David. (laughs) And that was true. Yeah. It was totally true. going after Goliath. And we we had the biggest game ever against that church. And it was, and we beat them at the end. And it was just probably the greatest moment in camp history for me. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. That's okay, yeah. so tell so anyway, so we're out there and we just have it to where you refs, you can't hear the refs, you can't do anything because you because you guys are so loud. Yes, yeah, yeah, we were so loud, and um, so we kind of you come over and you're like, hey, come here, and so I cause, <laughs> get and, over and, here, and you're mad. Like I, I can mad, tell you're yeah. mad, and of course, I'm already just. You're happy. Enjoy, you're like, enjoying oh, the I'm, whole thing. I'm loving it because I'm just sitting there going, this is going to be good. I already know this is going to be <laughs> good. No matter what, this is going to be good. A fight is about to yes. happen. This is going to be I, good. I, I think it's going to be good. And so we get out there, and he's like, you, you know, you're, you're saying, turn that down. And I'm, and, I, and I'm looking at you, and I'm going, huh? Like, I know what you're saying, but I go, huh? And you're like, turn that, and you're, and you're getting red. Like, you are getting red in the face. And then finally, the justice in me. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The justice yeah, in me. which I oh mean, gosh, understand. The more you did that, the more my crowd's cheering, and the more I just think this is awesome. And so finally, <laughs> you just, you just, you said a word. I cussed. You did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and no. and so then I was, and then and then my next response to you was. I just made a skit guy cut. <laughs> yeah, that's and, right. That's right. And then I didn't mind turning it down after that because I was like, I win. Mission accomplished. I don't care yeah. what the score is. <laughs> we just made a skit guy cut. Oh, that is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what's crazy is then, fast forward the tape. Wait, don't miss what he just oh. said. I don't care what the score is. I won. I won. <laughs> Chris. I don't care. Um, oh, it's awesome. So, but what was great was. Then fast forward the tape. Then all these years later, because you've been in this church now working on what nearly a decade, yeah, almost a decade, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, you start kind of you and your family are coming, kind of checking it out, and you kind of remembered me, but you didn't really remember. I didn't know the. You, you, you I didn't could not put that all that. All. Like you were yeah. just like. Well, and and I will say this, like Chris, I love you. I love your heart. I love everything that you that you're about and what yeah. you do. I mean, you. You get church. Uh, you you're a visionary. You you go after things like we had. Speaking of the days that I was from California and would fly in and stuff to do camps, I was yeah. working at Saddleback, 
and we had Rick Muchow here, who was the mm-hmm. worship leader, and I'm taking him back to the airport. You know, we had him in here for a week at our church. You know, right. I'm taking him back to the airport, and uh, you know, you spent time with Rick Muchow and all that kind of Great, stuff. Yeah. And and I'm taking him back to the airport, and he goes, Eddie, who does uh, who does who does Chris Seegers remind you of? And I go, Oh yeah, that's 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 a given. Yeah, he goes. There's a lot of similarities between Rick Warren and Chris. I do know? not wear Hawaiian shirts. You do not. I do not wear. But there I don't is a even vision. There is the way you guys <laughs> communicate. There's so much, you know, the way there's a, a hustle there to um, keep, you know, catching waves to change the church and to mm-hmm. look at things and how to make it great. Um, well, so you're kind. Thank you. I think, and I, you know, what I love about our relationship and just loving you, Chris, um, is I, I think. You know, if God put me here, it, I mean, I really do. It was to be your friend. I go, mm. I, I mean, I think church work can be really lonely. Yeah. A pastor, being oh, man, a pastor yeah. can be a lonely job that I don't know if a lot of people get. I mean, how long have you been a pastor here? So I, I'm coming on 14 years. 14 years at this yeah. church. At a hun- at a church that's 150 years old. Yeah, next year it's 150 years old. So you've had to go through how do we change this how do we do this you know there's a lot to that yeah so you know i would say uh just the 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 nutshell version of this is i i came in um in 2005 and had a um a a man who'd been here great man um who been pastor for 36 years 36 years 36 years and we were separated Mm -hmm. by six days now hold on a second how old were you when you came here i was 31 so he'd been pastor here longer than you'd been alive oh way more yeah it's crazy yeah. and he and, still uh, goes here still goes here yeah, yeah and, we've, and we have a great relationship he's he's yeah. a dear man and a living legend i mean a guy like has a school named after him and yeah i won't get a like a portalette named <laughs> after me. It, won't, it, won't, it won't happen I mean, i'm just telling it's not now i want a campaign not, for a portalette i wish you would we could maybe start that movement the so to speak oh boom anyway, the secret seat yeah i think it works so to speak but anyway so um yeah so and it was, and this is no slam on this place. It just, it was in a part of North Texas that was rapidly emerging and developing people moving here in masses. And it was a, it was a church that was really steeped in tradition. It mm. just really was. Yeah. And so mm. the last 14 years have been taking a place that was just very much, um, it was a lot of every Baptist cliche. And I, I don't, I don't say that with, with bad and any kind of negativity. I grew up in a church that um, was coats and ties and orchestras and uh, choir robes and big organs and all the things that i mean we had wmu like this i don't even think it's a thing really that much anymore yeah. so all those things i grew up with all that baptist kind of heritage yeah. trapping yeah and so then to move and i'd moved away from that church after i served it and uh, moved to uh, alabama for a period of years and then got called here and didn't want to come to a traditional church. Mm. Had no desire to do that. Mm-hmm. It was like, man, I'm. I was at a church where we just try to grow our goatees big and preach in sandals. And I thought <laughs> this is great. So to come back into a church some 14 years ago where it was like, you know, suits and ties and whatnot. So you had to meet the culture where it was. Yeah. And then lead it somewhere altogether different because I mean that's not at all how we are today. It's not. There's. There's. Very. In fact, it's funny. There's people that will come here just about every month that will walk in and I can tell they came from first Baptist wherever. Yeah. Because sure. they're going to wear a coat and tie and you know, the kids are all smocked up and all this kind of stuff. And we're kind of now the t-shirt church. Right. And, uh, so they walk in and they already are feeling a little out of place. Yeah. And you just kind of look at them and you go, Hey, y'all are visitors, aren't you? <laughs> and, uh, they're like, yeah. And I'm like, and are you from first Baptist fill in the blank? And they're just like, yeah. 
And uh, I'm like, well, hey, you know, we're probably a little different, you know, and yeah. just I don't want you to be freaked out by that or anything. But, and it's it's amazing because some people find that very refreshing. Yeah. And then yeah. others, you know, like, man, I really, I like my tradition. So God's using lots of different kinds of churches. Yep. Traditional, yep. modern, whatever, you know, coffee shop, whatever it is. Yeah. He's using home churches for that matter. So, yeah. Yeah, and honestly, right. in the culture in which we live, every one of those expressions of church are needed and necessary. You're right. Yeah. What do you think is the hardest part about your job, Chris, as a pastor? What, what do you think the hardest part about your job is? I think, I think the biggest challenge to pastors is going to be how to remain um, relevant and speak into a world that is growing more and more hostile to people of faith. And it's not just Christians. Like, it's, it's people yeah. of faith. Yeah. And so it's trying to it figure out. It kind of flipped, out, didn't it? Totally. Yeah, it flipped. And I mean, it, it's going to be interesting for, I think for Christians to be able to continue to stay in that dialogue, we're going to have to really go after some larger things that we all agree on. Like for instance, we all agree that uh, little kids shouldn't go to bed hungry. Like we should, we can, yeah. I don't care who you are. Don't right. care what your political agenda is, your sexual orientation, your religious affiliation. We should all pretty much agree, hey, you know what? Little kids shouldn't be hungry. So yeah. I think Christians are going to have to engage culturally into those areas that are just, they just make sense that everybody would agree on. And then we give them a reason for the hope that we have. That's beautiful, right? bud. But it's going to its going to require us getting arm to arm and shoulder to shoulder. Uh, you know, Tommy, you said it earlier, frenemies, so to speak, people yeah. who we may not agree with ideologically at all, but how else are we ever going to get closer to those folks? Because yeah. if we don't, we're never going to be invited to those tables and or the discussions that they're having because culture is going to have those discussions. Right. Culture is yeah. going to do that. Yeah, it seems like as uh, the culture becomes more polar, we need to become more unified. We have to. Yeah. Yeah, we have to. And I, I like to use the axiom I use a lot here. We got to hold a God's standard and reach out in love. You That's know? great. So we're going to hold the standard. I think if you call yourself an evangelical Christian, that you you have to hold the standard. Like that, there's not an option for that. What? Chris, would you say is uh, what's what's one thing or more, but that you go, you wish the average church member knew about their pastor, about being a pastor? Well, one thing I think it's important for pastors to uh, have this understanding with their congregations is that pastors are people, hmm. and so I've I've often told people, um, hey. If you've put me on any kind of pedestal, I promise you hang out with me 15 minutes, I will knock me off of it. Okay? Yeah. Because I think that I think that's it. I think we are well beyond I don't think it takes 15. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, I think you're a jerk. Yeah. But, um, there you go. That, I, was, that I, was like seconds. Yeah. yeah, right. I think I think it's it's like this. We're beyond I was I was looking at some polls not long ago just about how people and culture are deemed by way of their trustworthiness. So, uh, people like nurses are high, people like teachers are high pastors are just a little bit above used car salesmen seriously wow. yes they're way down in terms of what people think about pastors S totally. seriously yeah so in the past like in the 1950s and those times whenever well, that's pastor doctor reverend whatever mm -hmm. you you're know right it was, I, it, it, it was it was you 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 would lead with that you know so like for me you know i have huh. a doctorate and all that kind of stuff i don't lead with that like yeah, you're not I, doctor. I, I, I'm really not. Yeah, I lead because I think here's the thing: you're gonna have to lead through influence, not position. I mean, that's just the bottom line. 
And so the greatest pastors in our culture will be the influencer, not the positional leader. It doesn't work anymore, but not in the church world. Don't, don't you think that gels with, you know, Jesus Christ who being God did not, you know, come in here and do that, but he took the role of a servant. Yeah, absolutely. Know? I mean, that's a perfect it's very example Jesus. of that. Well, in, in, in 21st century Christianity is going to become a whole lot more like first century Christianity. We were on the margins. Um, we were not in the center of culture. Um, we were considered outlaws by some. I mean, you know, whenever the first Christians took the Lord's Supper, uh, there were people who thought they were cannibals because they talked about drinking blood and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. There's a lot of people who don't understand our jargon. They don't understand why we do what we do. And so it, for 21st century Christians are going to have a whole lot more in common with 1st century huh. uh, Christians than, than ever before. Okay. Very interesting. You see why I love this man? Like I just no, go. But, like, I mean, but what just... he said was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I go mean, back to Oklahoma. <laughs> that's what I, I am sending a kid to Oklahoma, though, this fall. What, what? Okay, why don't you have your own podcast? Like, dude, you could, you could talk about so many things. <laughs> and you could intellectually talk about it. You're funny. I mean, you I got. I don't know. I don't know. You need to have your own podcast, I'm, dude. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Know. I don't have a big backer like the skate guys. Well, <laughs> Delvatrex is our backer. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, we have Delvatrex. I don't it. know. So. Uh, I think of when I think of Chris. I think the the passage that comes to mind for me is Numbers twenty two twenty eight, and I think that's. Uh, Go ahead, read it. Huh? What is it? Oh, I thought you knew. Uh, no, numbers twenty two twenty eight. Then the Lord said, "Open the donkey's mouth." And right. I think that when I when I think of Chris, that's just the passage that comes in my right. mind. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, I, there I appreciate it is. that. There yeah. it is. There yeah, it is. well, he made a donkey talk in the Old Testament. I would say at First Baptist Wiley, there's one that talks just about every Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So, See, so, we can agree on something. Agree. Holy cow. We can agree on that. We're becoming it close like 1991 in here again, guys. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, but all, in all fairness, man, watching you guys through your how God's put his hand on y'all has been has been awesome. Thanks, man. And uh, just to see where you have been, where you are, and just the future's bright. And, you know, uh, I would say just in our relationship, um, Eddie, not you, Tommy, I don't like you, but with you, <laughs> you, Eddie, Mutual. what I have tried and what I think we've we've tried is, is just have a relationship that uh, this is important. I think for guys like you, I think for pastors, asking what do pastors need. Pastors need people like you in, in your roles, need somebody who will be your friend and not for what they'll get from you. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just need some people who will do it. And you also need some people who take this spiritual minute will also pay the check every now and then. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've noticed one of the things I've, I've noticed even in the church world is whenever you find wealthy people, you know, there's almost this assumption they'll always pay for things. And so I have like there's some folks in our church who they're, they're fluent. And I have but one man in particular, I would say, I'll go have lunch with you. I'll go have dinner with you. But you have to understand every time we go, I will pay. Mm. And he's like, no, that's not fair. I'll do it. I said, no. I said, because, and I asked you, I told him this one time. I said, you, uh, everybody you go eat with, everybody you go hang out with, there's an assumption you're going to pay. And he goes, you're right. And I go, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm never going to be one of those you pay for. Like Mm -hmm. you're going to just experience what it's like to have that paid for you because you always have to pay the way. Yeah. And so I think that's important for guys like you. And uh, I think just to have some people that, invest in you for you yeah. you know mm. uh i heard it heard it said one time it is really really good I, I i think it was i won't mention his name because um he's controversial but uh i think uh, it was said like this that there are some people who are for what you're for so like there any organization like in a church there's people who as long as they're you're for what they're for man they're for you hmm. yeah. and there's some people that as long as they're, you're against what they're against 
you're the man. They're they're going to be for you. They're going to hmm. be on your team. Hmm. But there are very few people who are just for you. Hmm. And so when you find oh, some people who yeah. are just for you, period, then man, you should latch onto those people. You should befriend those people. You should get close to those people. I love that. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. So, yeah, you live that out too, buddy. Yeah, oh, thanks. Yeah, hey, audience. Uh, any any pastors, youth ministers out there? I would I would say, uh, what's what's your email address, Chris? Uh, you can reach me at Chris K R I S at fbw church. Yeah, I mean if if there are if there are uh, you know if you're, if you're wanting some, a speaker to come in, Chris, I think you'd be great. I mean, oh, I, I sit and listen to you every weekend. What um, I really love doing though is I love coaching and uh, I love coaching other pastors. I love I love yeah working with other churches coaching. that maybe find Consulting. themselves and. Yeah, and, and in, in a situation where they either got to change culture or they need to uh, figure out how to stimulate growth. So. You'd be great at that. Yeah, we have a uh, we do movie theater ads mm-hmm. for our community, yeah. and that's one of our phrases is don't let the front fool you because, you know, I mean, there's a huge steeple there, but yeah. so much is going, your perception could be so different than reality of when you step in, and you've been a huge part of that change of that culture. So, well, yeah. Appreciate, appreciate your relationship here. What I love about... Eddie and Tommy, I will even. I'm going to give you some props on this one. Oh, okay, is the fact that you guys have both stayed local, stayed in the local church. Mm. I think it's yeah. easy for personalities in the Christian world uh, to kind of divorce themselves from the church and kind of do their own thing on the periphery of the church. But in both of your cases, what I love about you, you have pastors' hearts, and so you have stayed connected to yeah. the local church. And uh, man, I think if nothing else. It's probably giving you insight into what you do out there on the road and that kind of thing because you are grounded in that. Yeah. And so I, I appreciate that about both of you, man. Oh, thank well, you. I appreciate that, too. Yeah, thank you. I think that God's used the local church for centuries, and I mm-hmm. think he always will. Mm-hmm. I think it's super important to be a part of it. Amen. All right. Well, Dr. Reverend Pastor Chris Segers, thank you for spending time with us. I wonder what it would take to become a bishop. Mm. Well, if, if there's one person you can figure out, it'd be you. That'd be great. It'd be you. I like that one better. <laughs> All right. And this, the donkey's back. This is beautiful. Thank you, Chris. Love you, buddy. Love y'all. Uh, it's good to see you again. <laughs> the Skid Guys Podcast is brought to you by SkidGuys.com, where you can always watch their videos for free and peruse all things Skid Guys. Tune in next week for another thrilling episode of the Skit Guys Podcast. Until then, live long and lie prostrate.